so as always when we get to october we do uh brian and i always do a special kind of a special event here just us two brothers philip we love you man but we know you got a lot going on so uh philip philip may be doing like the 20 28 days of halloween or something what do you think brian his cool of the week uh he's been adding movies to it so possibility ah maybe we'll bring him in next time yeah well we know nez is doing his his own 31 days because i I think if i'm not mistaken i listened to some people dragging a, a little undertaker movie through the through the dirt if i'm not mistaken were you involved in that brian yeah it wasn't bad but, but it sounded uh, like it wasn't good. <laughs> well, it wasn't uh, wasn't the best that, that they can do. But we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So what's up with WWE, man? I, I I am so confused right now because I'm not a wrestling fan, unlike apparently 99.9 percent of our listeners. So what's they got like different wrestling leagues now? It's not just wwe anymore which used to be wwf so i'm already confused yeah so there's 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 other promotions uh rival companies uh there's other places for people to go work now other than wwe so uh they're kind of feeling the the competition right now they're feeling the bite huh yes definitely and their writing is not the greatest, so I don't know what's going All right. on. All right, well, so we're going to uh, – this is our first of the 31 Days of Halloween. As we record, we're up to eight eight movies each, so um, – and as always, we're going to do our 31 Days and, and kind of probably do it in like four bite-sized pieces for you guys or something like that. But every year, uh, as you know, at least for the last couple of years, and I'm sure we'll keep it going, but Brian and I always check out a different uh, horror or at least Halloween-themed movie each night uh, as we go along from October 1 through October 31. You'll you'll notice mine tend to be maybe a little more kid-themed because I have a lot more grandkids hanging out, stuff like that. Brian, do you have – spoiler alert – any kid themed movies at all in your first date? Uh, yeah, one, I guess you can ah. call it kid themed. Okay, cool. All right, well, fuck, let's get started then. So we've got uh, first eight movies of the 31 Days of Horror 2021. Uh, Brian, you want to get us going? Yeah, my first one was uh, the first installment of this year's uh, Welcome to the Blumhouse, and that would be Gigi Saul Guerrero's uh, Bingo Hell. I do have that available, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, um, I was a little bit more entertained in this one than the previous year's selections but i would also have to say this is probably not one of Gigi's best it was a little bit more uh more comedic than i thought it was going to be and, uh, <laughs> okay but uh it does have the great uh richard break in it 
Ah, he is okay. chewing up the scenery, being his awesome self. Of course, he's he's the villain in this one. And uh, yeah, not too many okay. people that I really recognize uh, in the cast, though, outside of him. A lot of a lot of new faces, huh? Well, in this case, old faces. Ah, but new oh. new to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pretty. There was some pretty give us decent. Breakdown, man. Uh, it's, uh, let's see, I got a synopsis here, uh, in the barrio of Oak Springs live, uh, live a strong and stubborn group of elderly friends who refuse to be gentrified. Their leader, Lupita, keeps them together as a community, a family, but little did they know their beloved bingo hall is about to be sold to a much, much powerful force than money itself. So there, there are some themes in here, some messages that that you know kind of hold up to things going on, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they kind of use that. And uh, this uh, gentleman that comes into town, uh, flashing money, you know, big winners uh, at the bingo hall for large amounts of money, but you know, winning comes at a price, as in these kind of movies. So. Um, not not bad, but not not great. I kind of, I kind of, as as one of my up and coming directors, I kind of hold Gigi up there because I've been impressed with a lot of her stuff. So, I think I think where it just didn't really grab me was a little bit more comedic than I would like. Okay, so maybe 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 not maybe not the best that we're gonna see from Gigi Saul Guerrero over the years. Then, no, she's got a definitely a okay. bright future ahead of her. So is Richard Brake just silly? Like, is he that over the top, or did he at least, you know, do his job? I mean... <laughs> That's but, hard for me to say, because I'm always entertained with him, no matter if he's uh, part of the main cast or he's just making a cameo in a, in a movie. So, mm-hmm. he, like I said, he, he is kind of hamming it up in some spots, but at the same time, he... You know, Richard Brake, you know, can be come off as sinister and evil. Yes. And so it's kind of a mix. OK, well, so recommend or skip it. Uh, if you are looking for something, my my entire 31 list is going to be movies, new or old, that I have never seen. So if uh, you're looking for something new to watch and you have Amazon Prime, it's uh, I say give it a try. I mean, you never know. All right. Bingo hell. Spin the wheel, right? See what yep. comes out. See yep. what number pops out. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna to go ahead and get, get my first one out of the way that you, you knew was going to be on my list. This one and another movie that I'm trying to save until the 31st are on my, on my list every single year. And that's the Disney classic Hocus Pocus. Um. Mm. <laughs> Yes, is it is it uh, a, a little bit dated? You know what, man? On this watch, Brian, it, it started to look a little dated, man. I got to be honest with you. Um, and I don't know if it's just because I'm looking forward to the sequel that we're supposed to be getting next year, I guess, and mm-hmm. kind of looking ahead a little bit. But this, I don't know, man, felt a little bit old to me, man. It, it wasn't, didn't have the same. Uh, didn't have the same pizzazz for me that it had in the past. Um, usually, my favorite scene is when they have the um, 
you know, the, the Halloween party in the town. And I love the way this town celebrates Halloween. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> but the scene where uh, Bette Midler kind of steals the show and does uh, you put a spell on me and takes over the show. Mm-hmm. Normally that scene really gets to me, but for some reason this year I was just kind of like, eh, what else do you have? <laughs> let's <laughs> let's see the next one. And Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm still shocked that they didn't turn into a horse, you know? Because <laughs> every every time I see her, man, I, I, I expect to hear a neigh. But, uh, eh, you know, it's a Halloween classic. It is what it is, man. It's um, it's definitely family friendly. I I would say if you've got young ones, it's a great movie to kind of break them into horror and kind of get them interested. Um, I don't know. I think there's just something in the back of my mind is just really looking forward to that sequel and what and what they do with the next movies. So this one was kind of one of those um, didn't didn't grab me quite quite as much as it normally does. Is is this one you try to watch every year? Uh, it, yeah, it, at some point in October, it gets watched every year. It has been for probably since it came out. So it's a little little bit of a tradition. So let me ask you this. Your your daughter's getting older. Do you think she's kind of outgrown this maybe at this point? Well, she was looking forward to reviewing Haunt. So, yeah, I'd say she's <laughs> grown out of this. A while right. ago, so. Yeah, well, you know, what are you gonna do, man? It's a, it's a, it's a Halloween classic, man. And I always love watching movies where, when you have a Hall- uh, Halloween celebration, the entire town gets into it, goes nuts. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's gonna be on the list every year, come what come hell or high water, come what may. So. Uh, my number one was Hocus Pocus. Of course I recommend it. Everybody should see it, especially if you have kids, and it'll get everybody into the Halloween spirit. All right. Uh, my number two is uh, the next installment in the Blumhouse series on Amazon Prime, and that is Black as Night. Ah. This is... Uh, so we have a <laughs> we definitely have a, have a theme going tonight, huh? Yep. Uh... This one is uh, a teenage girl. She has self-esteem issues and finds confidence in unlikely ways and uh, hunting vampires. And this is set in New Orleans. Uh, ah, okay. That I, gets I, believe, I believe not too far after uh, Katrina happened. Okay. And uh, yeah... Uh, nothing special about this one. Um, it's your typical vampire movie. Um, I did like the setting in New Orleans. New Orleans, I think, is always a great place. Is a great setting for like horror movies. Um, I like some of the stuff they were trying to say, especially you know things that happened in New Orleans, especially after Katrina. Okay. Um, Keith David, not David Keith. Um shows up in this <laughs> so that definitely uh well is, i mean he's a plus right there yeah he was in the princess and the frog so it only makes sense did he play the same character or, or a different character uh, i won't say it's kind of a reveal so was there any voodoo in this movie let me ask you that um 
Not per se, but it was mentioned, of course, being in New Orleans. There was some voodoo mentioned. It was mostly uh, vampire lore that was brought up. So let me ask you this. When they, uh, they, they had the sequences where they were filming outdoor um, sequences and things like that, was it pretty obvious that it was filmed in New Orleans, or was it like green screen or indoor only type stuff where it could have been filmed like in Seattle or something? As far as I can see, it looked like it was authentic in New Orleans, uh, right down to some of the music uh, choices and uh, even a couple of scenes when they did, uh, you know how they do f- uh, funerals where they march through the streets oh, yeah. dancing. Yeah. There was a couple of scenes like that. So I, I kind of felt it, it held true to being, uh, authentic to New Orleans. Okay, so uh, it probably felt like it. It probably uh, might have been actually filmed there, then, huh? Yeah. Um, the only thing is, it, it did that thing where they tried to tell you the age of the the main person, but you don't really see it because hmm. uh, she she does kind of like narration throughout the movie and she's she has a line where she says something like the summer that i got boobs is the summer that i fought vampires and i was like you're supposed to be that young and i, ah, I, I, I kind of felt okay. like maybe she had graduated high school and yeah i'm with you man so in other words it was kind of like they were trying to sort of recreate um interview of the vampire where it was just a child that got turned yeah. into a obviously not. Yeah, I, I, did, I just really couldn't tell if she was supposed to be a lot younger than she was because she was doing stuff that I'm like, okay, you have to be older because, you know, I'm not I'm not letting my, my young daughter go out to a house party in New Orleans at, at whatever time of the night, midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning or whatever. So it just, you weren't you weren't buying it. <laughs> no, I just kind of felt like uh, maybe they should have made her age appropriate, or maybe get. Uh, then I I didn't have no problem with the actress. It's just they at times they were making it seem like she was supposed to be younger than than she appeared to be, or or, or acting. No, I got you. So. Like uh, like yeah, again, like Claudia in Interview yeah. with the Vampire. They tried to make you think it was like a. Like a little porcelain doll type of a girl, and yeah. made into this evil blood sucking being way too early. Yeah, but you didn't buy. I got gotcha. you. All right, I'll, I'm sure I'll check it out. Um, yeah, all again, right, available on Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. So that's that's where we're going so far with your picks, man. Amazon Prime, uh, free to stream if you got it. Then so mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Um, my number two, I tried to go with a newer 2021 film, and this is a film that has been getting a lot of praise in our circles. Uh, I I'm, I'm, don't know if you've seen it, uh, but I'm sure you've heard about it. It's called The Stylist. Yep, I've seen it. Uh, not, not super impressed, man. Not super impressed. I really expected more because um, you got that one scene early on, and I... Yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but I think it's fairly obvious when you're talking about an evil hairstylist who has access to razor blades and scissors and things like that. There's going to be some some scalping going on mm. at some point. A um, little bit disappointed, man. Um, I, I was expecting more. I wanted more gore. 
what more violence and this kind of almost had Hallmark written all over it in certain spots for me. What did, what did you think about it? Um, I was fine with the amount of gore because I, I didn't feel like she was uh, in it for for killing purposes. Okay. I just felt like it was more of a, a psychological thing with her. And she was trying to, when she was taking these scalps, uh, she was just basically trying to step into the shoes of all these women that she wanted to be uh, besides herself. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was fine with what they did. I, I thought I thought the main actress, uh, I thought she did, did, a, did a good job in this one. I, I did like the relationship between her and um, this actress, Bria Grant. The woman oh, Bri- that, that was, uh, she's great. It's going to be the bridezilla. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, I've got uh, hair emergency. Got to have my hair perfect for this wedding. And then, of course, our our heroine or whatever you want to call her was like, I don't normally do weddings, but I guess I'll make an exception in this case. And it was kind of interesting the way their relationship developed. Um, definitely got into that, but. Um, Again, man, I expected a little bit more horror, a little bit more gore. Um, not a bad movie. I, I would definitely check it out. I, I actually ended up renting it, and the rental price was $0.99. Cents. <laughs> so, man, you can't beat that. Because I think it's on what, – what's the uh, service that you can stream it on? Uh, Arrow Video. Yeah, and I didn't you know, want to get yet another streaming service going because – you guys know I'm the lord and master of all things streaming when it comes to paying money. Yeah. Um, I believe if you've never had the service before, your first uh, month is free. Probably could have probably could have done that. There was just too many other Halloween movies for me to watch, so mm-hmm. I went ahead and threw down the buck <laughs> to rent it and figured what the hell. Um, not mad. Not mad well, that I spent 99 cents to rent it. It's good because uh, I might be saying her name wrong. Uh, Jill Six. Okay. I, I think that's the director. Um, not one hundred percent sure, but it's good because um, a lot a lot of talk about her as being another uh, up and coming um, uh, filmmaker. So it's uh, good to support these uh, um. Up and coming. Yeah, Jill Six. Uh, her real name is Jill. I'm going to butcher your name. <laughs> Jill. Good luck. I'm not even going to try. Don't want to disrespect you Let's like that. Let's go with Six. Uh, yeah, uh, she goes by Jill Six. So. All right. Well, I'm sure there's plenty more to come from Jill Six. So, I'm, yeah. you know, I, definitely if, if you get a chance to see it, watch, watch the movie. I'm not telling you not to. Um, just wanted a little bit more. Um, I guess I, I was trying to compare it more to like the the Maniac remake, um, mm. where it was you know point of view, and he, you know of course he had all those uh, um, mannequins set up and and whatnot. I, I, I kind of got that vibe, but it didn't quite go as far for me at least as that one did. So uh, anyway, number two is the stylist. Uh, my number three is a movie that came out of. Uh couple of years ago uh 2019's i see you starring um what is her name uh helen hunt vaguely familiar dude was it on netflix or where, where uh, was this? i found this one on prime okay uh it's not an amazon prime or original or anything it's just where i found it um 
out out of uh, these uh, first ones uh, we're going to talk about this week, Lance, uh, this is probably my favorite out of the bunch because I oh, kind of I remember Phil I remember Phil bringing it up. Uh, I remember him bringing it up for a uh, cool of the week, and uh, he didn't really sell it on me, so I didn't. I never really got to it right away, but uh, you can hear, mm-hmm. hear my full review over on. Uh, over on uh, East Society, we did it for 31 days, and uh, man, I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it just kind of made you think the movie was going one way, and there was many twisty turnies in there, and uh, I was uh, very nice, very pleasantly surprised. Well acted, uh, just kept you guessing throughout the whole movie. Uh, it, it had a moment where I was like, man, I know what's going on. I figured it out. And then they did another twisty turny, and I was like, wow, that, that was pretty fucking good. I like what you did there. Yay. So definitely uh, recommend this one. So it's called I See You. Was there a, a blind person involved? Was there like an irony with the title of the movie or what? Uh, there, there, it, it fits into the movie. I can't really tell you. Okay. So... Definitely, uh, yeah, Lance, I recommend this one. I really, really probably wish I seen it in 2019. I don't know if it would have made the top 10, but it definitely would have been mentioned. Damn! Holy shit! Okay, so I can stream it on Amazon for free. Yeah, let me double check on that for you, buddy. Because I might just throw that into my 31 days before we're done here, if it's that good. It is on... Yep, Amazon Prime. Okay. All right, man. Um, if I hate it, I'm going to be mad at you, man. Okay. I will take that hate. All right. Uh, all right. So my good friend Joe Beal, that uh, is the world's largest hammer horror film, film uh, fanatic, at least as far as I know, um, told me to watch a particular I, – I, I messaged him, and I said, what hammer horror movie should I watch? Because I'm like – not up on my hammer stuff. And he gave me the title of one and I looked for it. I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm like, God damn, I can't even find it to rent it. Uh, so I'm God damn it. It's getting late. And I have to watch a movie. She's like, you know, doing these 31 days with me. I do the 31 days of Christmas with her where we always start Thanksgiving night. Um, I got to find something, man. So I pull, I, I think, I think I found it on HBO max, but I'm like, Holy shit, I've never seen this movie. And this is the ultimate cult classic movie. Uh, I, I know some other podcasts have even incorporated this character onto their T-shirts. But, uh, Brian, for the first time ever, <laughs> I, I watched Blackula. Really? You've never seen that one? Never seen <laughs> I would say that this is... Um, this is kind of one of those so bad it's good, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely uh it's definitely a treat. Um, it's it's very close, or it tries to be very close to the you know the classic Dracula story, um, but with a an early seventies and a super awesome funk soundtrack, dude. That's what mm. blew me away, man. I loved the soundtrack, man. Um, and I'll I tell you what, man, this dude, he could make you look like he was just a, just a regular old, awesome, 
dude you'd want to kind of like hang out with and, and hit the you know hit the nightclubs in the early 70s with smoke a little weed do some cocaine maybe and chill out and uh next thing you know they the makeup artists have gotten to him <laughs> he's like his face is all fucked up with with weird hair <laughs> and like bizarre uh, skin effects <laughs> it's like okay this is super cheesy man but ah uh, you gotta at least watch it once man if you haven't yeah. if you haven't seen blackula you owe it to yourself to check it out at, at, at some point i do love the fact that they um they brought it into modern los angeles and it was very obvious that they filmed in, you know, back lots and and, and uh, certain areas of, of L.A. <laughs> it's like, man, we can't afford to go film it in Transylvania. So what are we going to do? Well, let's 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 have him wake up in a coffin in Los Angeles. Ah, all right. Cool. Cool. Let's do that, man. <laughs> That's what they did. Yeah, and it's but, uh, supposed to be getting the, the the remake treatment. I don't know if I want that. I I kind of enjoyed it the way it was, man. <laughs> I really did. The, the 1972 vibe, the music was perfect. Uh, I, I think that everybody that, that was in it was, like, giving it everything they had. And I do mean everything, dude. It was, like, way over the top. <laughs> so, not sure how this one uh, never got onto my radar before, but... Um, while looking for a hammer horror movie, I found Blackula and I and I rode with it, baby. So nice. that was my number three. Okay, my number four is a new Netflix movie called No One Gets Out Alive. Ah, okay. Uh, let's see the synopsis here. An immigrant in search of the American dream who, after being forced to take room in a boarding house, finds herself in a nightmare she can't escape. So, yeah, uh, basically, you know, um, people come into the country illegal. They have to they have to work certain jobs and live certain places because, you know, they don't have the proper documentation. And she uh, has to go stay at a boarding house and only uh it only seems like the guy only rents to women that are basically in her situation what a what a surprise gee you think this happens in real life and uh you've seen um ozark right of course (laughs) yeah the guy that rents out the place is uh one of the the brothers from season one okay the 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 gay one, or the one that that was gay, but nobody knew he was gay. Yeah, so it's basically kind of like white white trash cinema. Yeah. Okay. And throughout her stay, she just starts to experience uh, paranormal things, supernatural things, and hmm. the the movie kind of. Uh, I'm not going to reveal the the end, but it kind of goes in a different direction and. There is a creature that is revealed that I thought the design was really fucking cool. It just kind of was something I wasn't expecting. Kind of like the ritual, how you weren't. Right, right. When you got that reveal of that creature, you really wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that was well done. Yeah, so. um, uh, Yeah, if you have Netflix, uh, go for it. Um, I was entertained with this one. 
All right. I do have Netflix, and I think I'll go for it based on your word. Yeah, AJ will love it. Yeah? You, are you being sarcastic? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll give it a shot, man. We have, we have several movies to go here before Halloween's over. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, so my number four I went back to. I'm, try, I'm trying to kind of like do an old one, a new one, an old one, a new one. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to find out here in a few movies down. I got drunk one night and fell off that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did I did, I did check out a new one for number four, and that was the new Megan Fox movie, Till Death. Have you seen this one? Yeah, I've seen this one. I actually liked it, man. Her acting is fucking atrocious. Yeah, she but uh, I will say, even though she's not the greatest actress, uh, it, she never takes me out of the movies that she's in. Fair enough. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it that way. I mean, she, she's serviceable. She's serviceable, and I and I definitely love the twisty turnies, mm-hmm. and I definitely love the fact that you kind of had two storylines going on at the same time. Yes, because um, I thought it was just going to be the one, and then you find out you've got these other characters. And speaking of Ozark, <laughs> very Ozarkian, <laughs> yeah. with the way some of these uh, these particular characters are. But uh, I mean, I liked it, man. It was uh, it, AJ was not a huge fan when when the when the credits were ending. She turned around, and looked at me, and she said, "Is that really it?" <laughs> and I'm like, I, "I think so. We've got credits going. I doubt this is like a Marvel." Cinematic universe, so we probably aren't going to get an after credit scene. So, uh, yeah, yeah, till death, it's it's uh it's worth a watch. It's worth and a watch. It won't be in the top ten. It won't be in the bottom ten. Yeah, and I want to shout out uh, Pod Mortem because I listened to their episode on Jennifer's body. Ah, they okay. went into detail about that movie with trivia and facts and. What Megan Fox and I can't remember the the director's name, what they were trying to make with that movie and what the studio ended up turning that movie into. Are you serious? Because I enjoyed the film. Yeah, it's it's uh, underrated because whoever and it's just I guess uh, they had screened the movie for, you know, they do test screenings. And I guess uh, there was a story about one of the guy, one of the male viewers or something said there needed to be more boobs in the movie. Okay, let's go back to the 80s here, right? Yeah, and I guess this is what they was, uh, what kind of criticism they was uh, looking at here. And Mm -hmm. just uh, the even talking about, I know I'm getting on a tangent here, but uh, the scene where she's swimming in the lake. Uh, well, okay. she appears she appears to be nude, but I guess she had a, a bodysuit on. And when those photos got wow. leaked, I guess they were trying everything to do not to leak those photos because they didn't want the impression that's what kind of movie they was making, which, you know, they were, uh, yeah. you know, nudity and all kinds of, you know. So definitely kind of if if you uh kind of looked at that movie a, a certain way uh, their their episode on it kind of opens your eyes to it i i always liked it but just... you know what I, I i don't know too much about the director of jennifer's body but i love the screenwriter diablo cody yeah she has done some great fucking movies i mean she she writes dialogue like you're in real life <laughs> i mean Everything she's ever written, I've I've enjoyed. So um, I got to go back and listen to that. So which which podcast was that? 
pod mortem. All right, couple of weeks ago, or do you know what episode? So I can go find uh, it. Uh, probably, probably go back a good month. Ah, uh, okay. They, they are gonna. That, it's not that long. That to the list right now. Yeah, it's not that long because they're they're a weekly podcast. Okay. Great, great pod podcast. Great chemistry. It's a um, brother, sister, and the sister's husband. So you you get that um, that connection. You feel it. Okay, so uh, let's see. Wow, they do. They have done a lot of fucking movies. Okay, there we go. Episode seventy-one, Jennifer's body, download, boom. All right, I'll listen to that. Yeah, and I just listen just listened to their Amityville episode. Um, their review on it makes me appreciate oh, the movie a little bit more. But Nez, I tried to watch it again, and I still don't like it. It fucking sucks. Nez, you're wrong. You're wrong. Maybe it's horrible. The movie's not... The, uh, the house is not even haunting them. The, the, it's harassing them. Okay, look. If you get a chance to watch Till Death, check it out. Are okay. we back on track? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> okay, uh, is it me? I, I think so. What was okay. that number four, right? Yep, uh, number five. Uh, won't go through this one uh, too too much. Uh, you can go to uh, Thirty One Days on East Society and listen to it. That's uh, WWE's Escape the Undertaker. <laughs> God, if there's like, no fucking this piece of shit. <laughs> if you like wrestling and you dug the, the what was it, Eric Bandersnatch? It's like it's, a cheese. Choose your own adventure. Yeah, so uh, what, whatever, there's different outcomes. I haven't been through all of them because it's <laughs> just like Bandersnatch, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Choices, yeah. choices you make determine the outcome. Okay, okay. That was uh, my number five. Yeah, just, I, I, all right. I, I, with, all fair, with all due respect, man. I just listened to y'all's episode on it, so that's why it was fresh in my mind. But that is not something I'll be watching. <laughs> but thanks for the invite. But as far as something I, I did watch, man, and I finally found also on HBO Max. Apparently, hmm. dude, HBO Max has some shit. Have you? Do you have HBO Max, Brian? Yeah, they uh, they um, uploaded a lot of movies uh, when uh, October hit. Oh my god. It was on the very fucking network that I was trying to find it on. Horror of Dracula. The hmm. Hammer movie from 1958. I did find it. I nice. just had not scrolled far enough down. So, you've got Peter Cushing as Dr. Van Helsing. You've got Christopher Lee as the Count himself. And uh, I, this has been a lot of stuff. Michael Go or Gow as Arthur Homewood. Hmm. Does that name ring a bell with you at all, Michael? Michael Go, Michael Gal, it, it, whatever. It it does kind of sound familiar. <laughs> well, you'll know him if you see him, dude, because I'm like this. This young man looks very familiar. He played Alfred in all the '80s and early '90s Batman movies. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. So yeah, this was a lot of fun, man. I mean, yes. Were they hamming it up? Absolutely. Um, for a 1958 movie, I don't know how HBO gets these releases, and um, 
gets these particular copies of the movies. But this looked like something that could have been filmed yesterday, dude. Um, mm. it, it was beautifully shot, and it was in full color. Um, great practical effects, obviously. <laughs> no, no CGI in a, in a 1958 movie. Um, yes, when, the, when you saw Blood, uh, it was very, uh, what, giallo? Is that what you call it? Yeah, oh, it's like it was, the uh, bright strange. red. Yeah, 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 yeah. Super, super bright red. Um, but yeah, man, it was a fun movie, and it was it it was a very true telling of the story of Dracula from the actual Bram Stoker novel. Um, I shit, dude, I thought it was more of a true telling than some of the actual Dracula movies that you that you found. Like, uh, who did that one with Keanu in it, where he like sometimes had a British accent and sometimes had an American accent? Was that? Uh. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, was that um, Gary Oldman uh, was uh, Dracula? Yeah, dude, I am desperately trying to. Was that Francis Ford Coppola? Yeah, it's yeah. a super big name. It was okay. Yes. This was better than that. Oh wow! So there you go, and it's only an hour and twenty-two minutes. So if you got HBO Max uh, and you like old horror movies. Uh, beautifully filmed and a great um, pressing that obviously somebody put a lot of love into going through every frame and making this look beautiful. Like it's a, like it's a brand new movie. Check out horror of Dracula. Worth All, watch. Right. All right. My number six is uh, another old one. This one came out in 2008 and that is Eden Lake. Is that the one with the crocodile? No. Okay. This involves uh, a couple. They go to a lake. Uh, they're going to, you know, stay there for the weekend, camp out on the beach. Uh, okay. The the boyfriend is played by uh, Michael Fassbender. Okay. And this. Okay. This is the movie that our friends Tether and Scott kept referring to as Lake Eden. Yeah. Now I'm with you. <laughs> okay, they they are there having a good time, and then uh, not too far up the beach is a group of kids, uh, kind of ranging from I would say fifteen to seventeen, eighteen, kind of playing okay. their music loud. Their dogs kind of being aggressive. Michael Fassbender, you know, he has to do the boyfriend thing, go over there, tell them oh, to turn yeah. the music off. And uh, we've you all, already we've all the, been there, man. Yeah, Anybody you, who's been camping at a state park or a national park knows this story. Yeah, and you get the impression these are not the kids that are going to respect what you say right off top. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> and without going through too much detail about the movie, because I, I this is another one I fully recommend, um, a situation happens to where the okay. kids are after them, chasing them through the woods. And they are basically hiding and running for their lives because it's a life or death situation. These are the worst fucking kids. And I'm watching the movie and I'm at at some point you got to just stop running and it's time to punch a kid Mm -hmm. because they are (laughs) bloodthirsty, ruthless. Not all of them, because you do have some that are just kind of there. There's all you know, there's always the one that's the leader that's kind of. Whoever's not falling in line is getting kind of bullied and pressured into doing stuff. 
Absolutely. Uh, I yep, recommend yep. this one. I this one was see one that coming that, a mile away. Yeah, this one had moments that did not make me feel good. Uh, I felt bad for people. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, definitely check this one out. And I might recommend uh, for the main guy, the main bad kid, you might want to put on subtitles because not just his oh, English accent. It's a combination of the English accent and he was using English slang that I've never really heard before. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And I've seen that kid before. He's like in something now. Legend of King Arthur maybe or... Oh, he was in that movie. Sons of Anarchy. Uh, Not Sons of Anarchy. (laughs) I just watched it. Uh, I just watched it. Uh, yeah, he he stars in that movie with Jax. It's called uh, Jungle Land. Oi, oi, okay. Which Rough, is weird. Now that I'm now that I'm thinking about it, uh, the the guy that that I'm talking about and the the actor that plays Jax, they're both British, mm-hmm. and in Jungle Land, yes, they are uh, they are American. Holy fuck! Okay, so even like. Or, uh, as it has been called before, Lake Eden. Like, yeah, recommend. Oh, that kid was also in that movie. You ever see Starred Up, prison movie? <laughs> no. Starred Up? Yeah. No, like a startup company? No, like Starred. Like a star. Oh, S-T-A-R-R-E-D? Yeah, because I guess how bad you are in in this prison or something is based on how many stars you get right i thought it was uh uh teardrop tattoos every time you kill somebody you get a a tattoo of a teardrop or something and he was also in that angelina jolie directed movie unbroken hmm which is actually a decent movie yeah he was the main guy okay well I'm pretty sure I'll check it out. It's on Netflix, or where'd you find it? Tubi. Oh, even better. <laughs> Wait till Tuesday. Guess, watch it. Tubi, I was going to say, I'll watch, I'll watch it on Tuesday. So it's a recommend then. Yep. Probably uh, other than I see you, uh, my other full recommendation. <laughs> okay. Are we up to six? Number six yes. here? All right, this is where I fell off my every other movie is going to be a new one because after Horror of Dracula, we got incredibly drunk and thought, wouldn't it be funny to watch the original scary movie? Uh. So we did. (laughs) What what needs be said, dude? (laughs) Scary scary movie and the entire scary movie franchise pretty much fucking is what it is. Am I right? I I do like the first one and the second one, but after yeah. after that, it just it needed to stop. I don't. What is there like five of them? At least maybe six at this point. I, I enjoy them all, dude, for what they are. But the, you know what? Here's the funny thing about scary movie, dude. Um, when I saw it back in the theater when it first came out, I had no idea. I'm a huge fan of In Living Color, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get you, sucker. And any number of other things that uh, that a particular uh, person has created, but I had no idea Keenan Ivory Wayans directed this movie, man. Yeah. Did you? I, I had no fucking idea. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know what? I'm like, okay, well, this is my hero. He's directing it. A lot, uh, as always, a lot of his family members show up, as, as is the case. But the only thing that I didn't like is they, 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 they focus too much on Scream on this one. Yeah, I get I think, that. Yeah, I think. I mean, they put a little bit of I knew what you did last summer, and they had like one little scene from The Sixth Sense, but. If they had done it where, you know, there were like 12 or, or, or 18 different horror movies that they were making fun of here, I think it would have been a lot better. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I had a hell of a good time watching it, <laughs> as every time I've ever watched this movie. Oh, that's good. So I can't complain. But uh, Scary Movie threw me, threw me off my little... Old movie, new movie, old movie, new movie track. So there you go. If anybody can do it, if anybody could do it, Keenan could do it. Yeah, and I, I want to say when I stopped liking them, I believe that's when he stopped directing them. Probably so. <laughs> he made a shitload of money selling the rights. Yeah. <laughs> I can't blame him. All right. Uh, number seven, uh, another new release. Uh, this one is a Shutter release. And... Uh, it's uh, this year's VHS 94. Oh, I want to see this. I will not spoil anything. Um, another good All installment right. in the VHS series. Uh, okay. I think outside of maybe one or two, I think at least half of the the filmmakers on here are filmmakers I've never heard of, which I always think that's a plus. Um, that's one thing I always yeah. commend this series for is given giving that spotlight to up and coming filmmakers and um there there was there was some of course it's an anthology so there are some segments better than others but i i was uh, pretty much entertained throughout all right i'll uh, i'll definitely check it out um uh i i got back on my new movie kick on this next one man okay Possibly a bottom ten. <laughs> oh no! Oh, my God, this was fucking bad, dude. Oh my God! Holy shit, Brian! What do you think you're gonna get? What what quality film do you think you're gonna get when you take Oscar Isaac, Charlize Theron, Chloe Grace Moretz, Bette Midler, on Bill Hader, Wallace Shawn? Holy uh, fucking shit! This uh, is a who's who of the greatest. This is the greatest actors in Hollywood. What movie am I talking about? Oh, if I have to put my thinking cap on, is this the the sequel to the Adams Family animated oh, movie? Oh god, it is so fucking bad. So fucking bad. The first one. I took the granddaughter to the theater to see it, and I had a good time. It wasn't like, you know, a masterpiece or anything. Uh, but this was just pure garbage, dude. Top did to you bottom. watch it with the granddaughter this time? I did. I did. Uh, it didn't help, did it? Didn't help. Yeah. Oh, you man. just can't. This is a turd that no matter how much you polish it, no matter how much you throw gold dust on it, it's still a turd. Oh, probably going to be on the bottom 10 dude. really uh, really bad the, I don't even yeah. want to go into the plot because it makes no sense that's probably a smart move they dropped it on VOD then instead of well, theaters 
And I'm sure they're going to make their money from all the suckers like me. Can we move on? Yeah. Uh, my eighth and final one for this recap is uh, another 2021 release. Uh, I believe you've seen this one. Uh, and it is The Night House. Ah, I have seen this one. Yeah. Um, I, If I remember correctly, when we reviewed the trailer, I wasn't too big on it. But I will say, after watching the movie, I liked it a little bit more than I thought I was going to do, or was going to uh, like. And uh, mm-hmm. uh, what is the actress's name? I did not like her in Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, yeah. I know I, I, I know what you're talking about. And she's Rebecca been in Hall. a lot of stuff. And I... Okay, yeah, and I and, and I frequently confuse her with another actress <laughs> too. Yeah. So uh, I will um, say the way she she played the the role, I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I, I liked the whole yeah, um, good acting. Good acting. I liked the whole. Um, is uh, is she just losing it, or is this stuff really happening? Kind of angle, and uh, I thought uh, no spoilers, but I thought what they did in the movie because there were certain scenes where you kind of think you see something in the back and it was just the way how like furniture was lining up or shadows. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that in the movie and um, kind of lost me on the reveal of what was going on. I kind of Pedro loves it, dude. Maybe we'll ask Pedro about it later tonight when we record. Yeah, our it, it, it was a well, well-made movie. Uh, David Bruckner, he's doing the new uh, Hellraiser movie. So I thought it was well-directed, uh, well-shot, well-acted. Okay. It's just, it kind of, it didn't stick the landing for me. I'll just put it that way. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, well. It's out now, so. You know what? Un- yeah, unlike Pedro, I wasn't a huge fan. Um not not bottom ten by any stretch, but definitely not top ten. And um, uh, I'm a little hallmark hallmarkish for me. I'll I'll say that for the second time tonight. Yeah, <laughs> stuff. it's just I think what really just kind of got me is just the way she played the character going through this depression. I I, I this not yeah, a spoiler, she... but I I like that scene when she was it was like a parent teacher conference. Mm-hmm. And the teacher, the daughter, just or the student's mother came in. And it was just, why is my kid getting a B? And she was just, or whatever. And she was just like, so what do you want me to give him an A? Because there you go, he's got an A. And she was like, that's not what I came in here for. And she was like, well, what the hell did you come in here for then? And was just kind of like, uh, yeah. your kid had a rough day. Well, my husband shot himself in the head last week. So yeah, and I was just kind of like, oh. Yeah, that that was good. That was good, man. Yeah. So uh, um, if you, if, yeah, I, I think I think if you get a get a chance, uh, check it out, and you know it's kind of you'll neither like it or you won't. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I didn't. I didn't hate it. It was just again one of those movies that uh, it's not going to really end up on either side end of my radar. You know. Yeah, I, honestly, not not to disrespect the film, but I probably won't remember it when I make my list at the end of the year. Kind of what I was thinking, dude. Yeah, kind of what I was thinking. 
Um, All right, so we got one one movie left, and that's my number eight until mm-hmm. until we meet again here next week. So um, this is a film that you got you and you and Phil checked out. I didn't get a chance to. I had to miss this particular one, but uh, oh come on, man, you can in twenty twenty one without seeing Don't Breathe too, right? Oh, uh, the fuck is his name? Pete ruined it for me. Yeah? Or was it Pete or was it uh Chad C? Doesn't doesn't the blind man have a name? Steve. Oh, Norm Nordstrom. Normie Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah. It fucking just completely blew my mind. I listened to your guys' commentary and when he gave that man a name, right. it just changed the movies in my head. Changes the movie doesn't it? I know. It took, it he took should the just kind of be like away. the man, the blind man. Yeah, yeah, and it just took the mystery away. And I, I did not really care for the newer one, but I, I really did like the first one. But yeah, Norm Nordstrom, Normie Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you guys. It wasn't that great. <laughs> I think y'all both said it was like, man. Yeah, because <laughs> so kinda... you, you know what he did. Yeah, it's hard and to like there, him. You, you it, can't. There's no redeeming that. I know, dude. But even if you could, the silly, silly fucking. Uh, see, we can't do spoilers. That's the problem because it's yeah, a 2021 but movie. But what, with even that, what he one did in this really new one fit. It, what was that? No, no. I'm just saying they, when you've got a very, very young child with a particular organ <laughs> god yeah. see you can't say it without spoiling it i just don't see how that would work <laughs> i don't think it would it would have the same power and it would be able to pump blood the same way that someone that that person's age could i don't think it would work and then you got a, a fucking crack addict doing the surgery <laughs> oh, so the, silly man movie science. this is really bad dude it was really pretty <laughs> Not bottom ten, I don't think, but this was pretty bad. <laughs> this well, was pretty bad. Now that we're talking about it, it it might end up in my bottom because even what Normie does like, in this one still yeah. doesn't make him look like a good guy. I know, I know. Come on, not great, not great. So no. don't breathe too. We would say don't watch, right, Brian? If you absolutely have nothing to watch and you're curious because you like the first one, then I guess okay. maybe. Sure. The first one was pretty good, though. Yeah, it was very suspenseful. But, uh, all right, man. I guess uh, you ready to sign out until uh, next week? Yep, till next week.